0: On today's broadcast, Bishop Clark uses Psalms chapter 57 verses 1 and 2 as the foundation scripture for part 1 of the message, Remember and Recover.
1: I want to take a moment to help redirect you. We've gone through something that's very severe in our world. It has touched hundreds and thousands of people, and I don't want us to uh, walk over it. A lot of people say God spared us, but He destroyed the Bahamas. They must have had something going on down there. People are ignorant. If if that's the issue, then He has to kill Palm Bay. He has to destroy Orlando. He has to take out Atlanta, Georgia. He has to totally desecrate San Francisco. Your logic can't be tied to just disaster or sin. I want you to start thinking real deep about where you are. He didn't kill you. He knew you and he still loved you. He didn't kill you. Why would he kill babies? Why, why would he kill babies? Because of sin. Why? Let us elevate our thinking. Yes, amen. What I'm here to do now is to help redirect the passion. What God wants us to do, us to do after a disaster, is to re- redirect it to fulfill your purpose in the earth and to, to know it and then to fulfill it. I'm here to do that. And the only thing that can help us to do that, I beseech you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God. You're going to need mercy to do this. It's right here in Psalm uh, 57. Have mercy. If you're going to fulfill your purpose, mercy needs to be administered. When the psalmist is going through an issue, he said, I will take refuge. Not in my comfort zone, but in the shadow of the Almighty in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. Another passage of scripture I want to share with you is out of John 16 and 33 and I'll begin to teach as we lay a proper foundation for this message. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. That's either through natural storms, sudden deaths, issues, separation. You will have trouble. But take heart. Hallelujah. For I have overcome the world. God has a way of causing the world to redirect their attention back to him. One thing storms will do. Storms will always make you pray. I'm talking about people who never pray at all. Let a storm start hitting your way. You'll find time to pray then. Storm will make you pull together with your enemies. Storm will make you. Storms will make you share your living room with others in the neighborhood. It'll make you dine together when you don't really have a reason to you'll find a candlelight. I just can't believe that not even our power went went out here. I'm still, I'm still amazed. I saw one of the direct lines going right through Melbourne. At one time, I saw a direct line on Palm Bay Road. You know, you can blow up your map. I blew it up and the line came right down this road. I said, Lord, have mercy. (laughs) Isaiah 43 verse 2 is another passage I want to share with you. It should be on the screen shortly. Isaiah 43 and 2. It's there. Look at it. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep you over. Over you, when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. I saw recently a woman prophesying in Bahamas in the month of June of this year, and she prophesied that unusual weather patterns would take place on the island. Unusual weather patterns. She actually said it like this, God is about to walk through the Bahamas. Now I want you to think about this. She said he's going to walk through the Bahamas. Unusual weather patterns would take place. I see fire and as I'm looking at the, the eye of this storm, I saw a lot of like lightning bolts. She said he's going to destroy altars that are being built. I believe the prophetic word is for America too. What altars have we built? Things that we bow to, give our homage to, our honor, our respect to, more than we give to God. These altars, must be destroyed. So wisdom is the principal thing. The biblical code is the principal thing. Your belief in God and how you manifest that is the principal thing. Your attitude toward the things of God is principal. Your values What are they? It's the principal thing. If I check your values, would I see an altar in the midst of them that needs to be destroyed? Your value is the principal thing. The standard that you would live or die for is the principal thing. Where is wisdom? Proverbs chapter one in verse 20 reads like this. Wisdom calls out in the street. She raises her voice in the public squares. At the head of the noisy streets, she cries out. In the gateways of the city, she speaks her speech. So where is wisdom? Wisdom is not in a bush. Wisdom is not in the clouds. Wisdom is not in some mystical thing that you feel or think about God. Wisdom is right in your face. If I were to take an area view of the city that we live in, wisdom would be the major fairways, the streets, the light poles, the stop sign. That's the wisdom of God. Wisdom is right in your face saying, stop. You're going too far. If you won't stop, you're going to go into an, into an intersection and possibly get into an accident. It is the signs that we see. It is the sidewalks to walk on. Don't walk in the medium. Walk on the sidewalk and preserve your life. When a school, wisdom is a school bus that has a stop sign that says children may be getting off so you need to calm down and halt your progress right now lest something happens. Wisdom is in the buildings that we see. The scripture is clear. She cries out in the streets, in the public squares. So people, I need wisdom, I need, what do you need? What do you mean you need wisdom? Open up your eyes. She's in the streets crying and she will not be comforted so what is she doing she's crying while calling that's a crying call how long will simple simple ones love simplicity how long will you keep driving through an intersection without stopping how long will you deny god how long will you break the code? How long will your beliefs falter? How long will your attitude need adjusting? How long will the standard be compromised? She's crying in the public squares. Write it down. Nothing is ever wasted in God's kingdom. Nothing is ever wasted in God's kingdom. Your tears are never wasted. Your pain is never wasted. Your disappointments are never wasted. Your unanswered prayers or requests to God is never wasted. What we need is we need to remain patient until the grace of God is able to manifest what God promised in our lives. Because it's never wasted. Just you need patience. You really need patience if you're going to fulfill the call of God in your life. What is her state of being? Talking about wisdom. We know where she is. She's in the street. We know what she's doing. She's crying while calling. What is her state of being? She will not be comforted. Wisdom will never be comforted until we get into the place that God wants us to be. For a country, there must be some type of budgeting that takes place. For every family, there should be a budget. It should be a disaster fund in every family. That means you spend less than you make. A lot of times people are taken aback after disaster because they spent in the morning what they should have spent in the evening. They eat in the morning what they should have eaten in the evening. You eat breakfast in the morning You don't eat dinner in the morning. But there are people who dying in the early times. Soon as they make money, they're buying big cars, the thrillers and the $100 billers. Not thinking about retirement, not thinking about tomorrow, not thinking about college funds, not thinking about any of those things. Just robbing Peter to pay Paul. Where's the wisdom? She's crying. She will not be comforted. We get request after request after requests here at the church for people to take care of basic needs. When I ask them, what did you do with your money, they're taken aback. I mean, like, really, you know, like, who are you to ask me that? Well, I am that I am. And I'm here to tell you that paying bills for people doesn't get them saved. It doesn't do any of that. Paying bills for people, giving them free food, doesn't do it. There has to be a challenge. Wisdom is crying. How long will you keep doing what you do? You get paid and you decide to give your girlfriend your money then you asked me to pay your bills how long well bishop a hurricane was coming well take care of that y'all want a pastor you sure in the 21st century okay I'm here to tell you we need to rediscover our passions. You ever heard of the, the, the term forgive and forget? I need to change that. We need to remember and recover. You need to remember what happened and then move toward redirecting your passions. Amen. Amen. There's some people who like to fuss and forget. Fret and forget. But I'm here to say we need to remember and recover. Psalm 52 and 12, restore me, to me, the joy of my salvation. I need to recover my joy. Sometimes we blame churches and people for the loss of joy, but the joy of the Lord is my strength. Not the joy of people. With any church, you'll go through seasons where there is no joy, even when you come to church. I don't care. You could be be the biggest church in America. You could be the fastest growing church in America. Joy doesn't come because you visit a sanctuary. Joy really comes from within. And that is a tie to you. That is a tie, an inextricable tie with the Holy Spirit and with God. And you are on track to fulfilling your purpose. Any ethical leader would make sure that those who are working with him find meaning in the work. You want to find meaning in the work. If you don't find meaning and there's no responsibility, there can be no equity in what we're doing. Values come when you find equity in what you're doing and that doesn't happen until you take responsibility. I can promote 15 people here tomorrow and you'll feel good for about two weeks. After that, you're looking for the next promotion. If that's what you're after, what we need, how do you take responsibility? Come under the authority of that and the weight of that and you stick with it until it becomes what God wants it to be. There's manifestation. Through thick and thin. I'm experiencing, as it were, a little bit, and this is going to sound funny. Uh, storm fatigue. Yeah, yeah, I am. Now my house is intact; nothing blew down. But I was thinking, <laughs> and I'm watching how. Last week, this time, I was watching how the storm was just devastating in the Bahamas, and I just, I just it really bothered me. I couldn't rest because I knew what was happening. That's why I couldn't celebrate on Wednesday and dance all night. Even though he spared us. Where's the wisdom? Some people lost everything. Thank God is trying to wake me up. Because if he let it miss me, he allowed it to hit someone else. It didn't go away. I like Psalm 13 and 5. But I trust in your unfailing love. <laughs> My heart rejoices in your salvation. I trust in your unfailing You want joy, you have to start trusting in God's unfailing love. I don't try to be God. I'm not trying to speak his mind on every situation. I don't know why some live and some die. I just know that I trust in his unfailing love. And my heart rejoices in his salvation. I want to give you a few tips and we're out of here today. I have a guest coming in at 11. A wonderful, powerful young man. Um, his father was a pastor, and, and he's working with the Palau Association. And he's coming in to share with us some things as we begin to uh, move toward evangelizing our entire county in 2020. And I've asked him to come. You're gonna, if you stay over, you're gonna understand what I'm saying. He's a delightful man of God, very sharp uh, mentally and spiritually. Uh, great father and husband and um, he came in to talk to our staff a few weeks ago. He was very, very adept in skill. He understands authority, and uh, I think he's gonna do a wonderful job. So come back if you can and get this word. But I wanna give you a few things that, it, uh, that I picked up in the spirit that's going to help us to fulfill our purpose. What should you do when lightning and thunderstorms stop and, it looks like severe threat or the thunderstorm is over. What should you do? Look looked like it passed us. But let me just warn you all, there are several storms brewing in the Atlantic right now. So I didn't take down all my shutters. <laughs> you know, some people were rushing to get the shutters down. I didn't do that. I don't know what's coming. I don't know what's coming. And I used to be one of those bored men (laughs) elevated to steel shutters. Sometimes it's a little dark in there and so we took down a few so the light can shine in. But I didn't just strip my house because I don't know what's coming. What do you do when the wind ceases? when you missed a storm. You've got to understand, that God is sovereign. He's still in charge and he can test one island and he can turn around and test the state. He's always trying to nudge America back to serving and honoring him. Number one, if you're going to Fulfill your purpose. You need to, number one, stay informed. You're going to stay informed. You must keep your lines of communication open. You must continue listening, stay updated. Other storms may be on its way right after a victory, right after a close pass. Stay informed. You need to dial in and stay connected or tuned in to local news, to organizations. Keep your radio on. I have my my television marked on the Weather Channel. I'm always watching. My wife loves those, uh, I don't know what's happening to her, the older she gets, she's starting to love those uh, mystery uh, shows. Um, um, Even murders like... uh, uh yeah snap that, that's where it started snap uh, what life she's elevated from lifetime um it's not headline news it's um 48 hours or first 48 2020 um, she's really into that you know the person gets killed and then they're able through forensic evidence or to find out through DNA who actually did it 25 years later uh, she's glued to that I like current events. I like to see what's happening now. I like to look at what's going on now. I like to keep my eyes on the prize now. I need a Bible and a newspaper, an up to date newspaper. What's going on with ladies today? You ladies, uh, you love that. Mysteries. frog jumps uh, in the bedroom or in the house and everybody's running. I'm supposed to get it, but you, you, you want to see mysteries and, and track them down. Yeah, get them, get them, you know. <laughs> the frog can make you run.
2: In today's economic and social climate, We all have our struggles, financially and emotionally. Are you tired, frustrated? Do you feel like the world has taken the best from you? Everyone has been right where you are at one time or another. We understand just how you feel. Let your search for hope lead you to Truth Revealed International Ministries, 2838 Palm Bay Road, Palm Bay, Florida. We are a Bible teaching and discipleship ministry dedicated to unveiling truth to the nations. Please join us Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We live stream every service on the World Wide Web at truthrevealed.org. Get excited. You don't have to wander anymore. Hope and love are waiting for you at Truth Revealed.
0: If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida 32906, or you can email us at The Word of Truth at TruthRevealed.org. You can also visit us on the web at www.truthrevealed.org. If you're on Facebook, visit the Truth Revealed International Ministries fan page and click like. From time to time, you'll receive inspirational words of wisdom along with information about what's happening at Truth Revealed. Now, if you would like to purchase today's message for your personal library, when you write to us or email us, use reference number 2512. That's reference number 2512. Just include a $5 donation for CDs and a $12 donation for DVDs. And now, final thoughts from Bishop Clark. It is a
1: joy to come to you weekly to share the gospel. If you would like to sow a seed into this ministry, I believe God to return to you a hundredfold return on what you would sow into the ministry into the Word of Truth Reveal. I want you to think about that. I also would like to hear from you. I'd like for you to write me a letter or email me uh, and let me know what you think about this broadcast. I'm eager to hear from the listening audience and to know how we can best serve you. Listen, stick with the Word of Truth reveal. And until next time, I'll see you at Truth Reveal.